Hello, you're listening to Tony Tung is everybody's best friend, the podcast that wants to be your pal. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you're new to the podcast, this is a way that I'm documenting my journey to becoming a better friend. So you're going to hear my good friends talk about what being a good friend means to them. What you're also going to hear is my own personal therapy sessions, which is okay, according to my guest this week, Jody Mack. There's a lot here we're discussing because we're working things out. Jody and I get into it about friendship, especially when we're becoming adults or uh, technically are adults living in adulthood. Sometimes it's not about appearing to be nice, and that might still be okay. Also, we give out moving advice, what you should and should not do when you're moving from one living place to another living place. Bonus. One quick show note, we reference a youth leadership program that we both volunteered with, uh, Youth Leadership Millennium. It's a great seven-month leadership program in the Vancouver area for youth aged 14 to 24 who want to get involved in their community and also make new friends. If you want more information, check out their website at successylm.org. That's S-U-C-C-E-S-S-Y-L-M dot O-R-G. Great. Here's my talk with Jody. I remember the moment that we met, actually. Oh, really? Let's go for it. Um, we were in Troy Hall mm-hmm. at Success on Pender. And I think I was... It was maybe the opening ceremony for oh. YLM. And I was not in the program, but because my sister um, was there, I think I was just there, like, helping out. And I remember... You had a beard at the time and you walked in and I think you like probably greeted Ron and Kelvin. Because they're my friends too. Of course. Um, and ignored everyone else. No, no. I think I was, del- I remember just like somebody introducing you oh. to me. Um, yeah. And then thinking that you were way older than you actually were. I get that a lot. I remember, I I feel like every time I tell the story of how we met, that's something that I say. Not, yeah, because I think I was surprised when I found out how old you actually were. I think it's going to pay off one day when people I haven't seen for a long time say, hey, you haven't changed a bit. Yeah, no, those are the best. Like the people that like always look the same. But how do we become friends? Do you remember? I actually don't. And and in fact, the first time we met, I remember it differently. I think um, I was in your sister's car. And um, I don't know, there's more than one car. And we were going to some social gathering. And then she said she had to pick you up. And then I was in the backseat with someone else. And I think I fell asleep on and off because it was a long car ride. I don't know. I wasn't driving. Yeah. Which is fine. And then you got in the car. And then... And then everyone went to the social gathering, and that was it. Okay. Were, you, were we introduced to each other at the social gathering? I honestly can't remember. Yeah. Okay. That's the first time I knew that your sister had a sister. <laughs> okay. Maybe I remembered it wrong then. Well, the fact that I'm so vague on the details means that maybe <laughs> maybe that wasn't you. Maybe it was a different sister your sister had. It also could be that I saw you for the first time, but didn't actually talk to you in Choi Hall. Ah, okay. Maybe. Okay. Um, I do remember that 
I think we started talking on MSN Messenger. Oh, that was big back in the day. It was huge. It was right after ICQ. Yes, right? it somehow phased into that. And there were yeah. some holdouts who were just strictly ICQ. <laughs> but I think I remember a few years in my life where it was uh, both ICQ and M- MSN Messenger at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You would keep both open. Why, no, why wouldn't you? I still remember my ICQ like ID number. Me too, actually. Huh. I remember one time I was at a university trying to re-register for, for a course after graduating from undergrad, mm. and they asked me for my student number, and I put in my ICQ number. <laughs> I was like, that's a number that I remember from back then, and it obviously didn't work. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, no, I I don't remember my student number. But, but your I ICQ number, you could ICQ write it out right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, too. How long ago was this, though? We haven't we haven't been friends for twenty years. We have not. It's been more than ten years. Though, it's maybe. been more than ten years. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Two thousand and six sounds late. I think this was back in that program we both volunteered for. Back in its heyday, would have been the early aughts. Yeah, um, I came to Canada in two thousand and three possibly oh. and that was the first summer it's a long time yeah so one thing i appreciate about you as a friend is your very i don't know what the word is for but like um it's not artistic integrity but you're very defensive of your friends's artistic integrities um again maybe huh. that's not the right term for it but i remember one time recent recently um oh. we were having coffee with your sister was there too and I was just asking about what's going on in her life. And and I, I think I asked her, like, oh, so you're just going to work and then going home and hanging out? Not as a way of, of like, judging her and what her life is. It was just trying to find out more about what she's up to these days. Yeah. And then you came to her defense kind of thing. I was like, <laughs> and that's okay or, or something along those lines. And it's like, oh, I, it is. And, and I think that's important what you did. Okay. Thanks. It's not something I think about. Um, artistic integrity. Why Why those words? I guess that only makes sense if you consider the life that you build to be a work of art. Oh, yeah, it is. It totally is. Yeah. yeah. You know how the stereotypical um, Hong Kong lifestyle, you wake up, go to work, mm-hmm. and 14 hours, if you're lucky, you get off work, go home, sleep, wake up, and repeat? Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe that person doesn't think of it as a work of art but it, it's like from it our is. point of view it still is it's just not yeah. the same art that you or i would create i i think i don't think i've ever heard anybody describe that as defending somebody else's artistic integrity before but that's cool i'm not sure i had the right words for that i think in general if somebody like says something that I think in my mind I could interpret that as like a slight, then I think I very very immediately have a feeling to like want to say something else to counter that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I've always felt that. And I remember instances when I was little when I would do that. 
I've never thought of it as defending somebody else's artistic integrity. Um, but I think like that striking the balance is like wanting to strike a balance or like to counter something. It's like this. That already sounds better than the words I chose to use to describe this. Oh, yeah. I think that's just something, something in me that it makes me want to do it. Like feeling the need that somebody somebody needs to do it, I, and I'm gonna step in and be that somebody. Yeah. So that's interesting. Thank you. It's just something that bumped for me, and I'm like, yeah, that, that's something I appreciate about her, even though. Um, I hope I didn't come off the wrong way when I asked your sister about what's going on in her life. I don't think I thought that you meant to. Oh, this is a good segue. One of the things I was going to ask you was, um, were there any times in your life where you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Does that mean I'm not a good friend? Are there ways I could be a better friend? And I guess the way I, the the reason I fixated on on that moment was because after I asked that and I got that reaction, I thought, oh. Was I not a good friend for asking her sister in that way? I don't think so. Um, Hearing the other side now, I don't think so either. <laughs> I remember this other moment on my way here where I think we had a mutual friend who maybe like put on some weight um, and you had made a comment about it, not in a mean way, but I think my immediate thought, I kind of spoke out I think I thought maybe I shouldn't have said it because of your your reaction to it so you said that and then in response I said oh I hope they don't have to worry about other people commenting on that behind their back okay because throughout you describing that I was worried I said it to their face which is no in my younger days I might have also it was just like a comment it wasn't positive or negative but I think like, I was also, I think, thinking about a lot about probably, like, body image at the time. And I was like, yeah, like, if I put on weight, like, and I feel self-conscious about it, like, and thinking about, oh, like, there's a possibility of somebody else commenting on it. And then I said that. But then I also feel like in that moment, maybe I... I sh- I shouldn't have. Like, you didn't need to hear that. If I don't know if you remember that I moment. I obviously don't. Yeah. I just... Actually, I don't know where this is going. No, but it's, it's it's things like that. <laughs> it seems consistent with the person I was 12 years ago. I don't think it was 12 years ago. Well, it wasn't last week. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... I'm not saying I'm fixed, but I think <laughs> I I am more careful about stuff like that these days. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm and I don't think people have to be too careful. And I think it, it was just something that made me think. That's all. But I think, like, that that's the other thing that sometimes I think perhaps it answers your question. Um, I constantly think I could be a better friend. I think lately it's been that I, because I. I feel like a lot has happened in the past year and I'm a lot of times I'm just like focused on myself and I feel that when I'm in conversation with friends I take up a lot of space which is also what I'm doing right now um but I invited you to come take up space thank you for the invitation um I, I think one thing 
was also sometimes my thinking that by speaking my mind and being honest, I'm being a good friend. But sometimes it's actually a shitty thing to do. Mm. Yeah. And I think, like, I remember when I was younger, I always kind of, like, prided myself in, oh, yeah, like, I'm honest and I speak the truth. And, like, what's the point of, like, hiding, you know, what we truly think about each other? And then I remember I said somebody's hair, like, looked like dog hair. Not that there is anything wrong with dog hair. Some dogs have very nice groomed Some, hair. They do. Um, but, you know, it very obviously wasn't taken in a positive way. And I remember being called out by another friend who had heard it, who had said, and we were like 12 at the time. We were very young. I think that behavior um, is excusable at that age. Yeah, but but this other friend said... Like you think you think you're being honest is actually really mean, and I think at the time I probably I took it in, but also like blocked it out at the same time. But I think years later, like thinking back, I'm just like, oh yeah, like I I'm glad that somebody called me out and reminded me to think about shit like that. I'm really glad you said that because one of the one of the big reasons I asked you to be on the podcast so we could talk about this was because I I can totally relate to just saying really mean things because I thought I was being honest and that's what people with integrity do. I guess I just wanted to hear how you deal with that. I'm still dealing with it, right? Like, because... It's hard to hear feedback like that, like from that other friend. I probably blocked it out of my mind for years, right? I don't know. It just comes with being older. But I, I do want to say, like, that's also something that I appreciate about you, that, like, like that integrity and honesty thing. I don't have an example, but I think it's something that I've always looked up to for, even though... Uh, maybe yeah like there are moments where it has worked against you or, <laughs> you know well one one thing i'm truly thankful for is that most people most good friends at least they don't judge you for the person you were years ago even though they still remember it and it does come up they know that you might you're still who you are Yeah, but at the same time, like, I also don't think you're a different person now than, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think the things that people appreciate about you or I appreciate about you has changed, even though maybe as friends get to know each other more, it shifts or they discover new things about each other. Um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that I would think of it as, oh, you know, I, I judge you for who you are now rather than who <laughs> you used to be, which is maybe not what you meant. No, it's not. But I can see why you would think that because the words I say would exactly correlate with, with that kind of meaning. No, it's not a blank slate. And, and you know, you still have all these experiences, but... What were we talking about? Just how um, friends give you room to grow. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think that's really important. I guess going through all those trying to find the words and we needed to do that in order to get to the summary of friends give you room to grow. Yeah. Maybe that's um, how. Sure. And I enjoyed the journey. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Do you have any good friends that you immediately think of as a good friend? And are there things that she or he does that make you think, oh, that's that's a good friend? Yes. Your voice went up there. Is that true? Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, I think the first thing that came to mind is also kind of about space that um, I think it's important in a friendship or in a conversation to be given space um, and for somebody to also be comfortable with space in the form of silence. I think if somebody was like telling me something about them, something they're not happy about, and perhaps immediately I would try to think of solutions for them um, and things like that. And I think I've really appreciated when people listen and they do comment, um, but not necessarily to say, oh yeah, you did the right thing or you did the wrong thing or here's what I think you should do, but rather just like allow you the space, um, kind of, which, yeah, I, I appreciate. Does that make sense? Do it it does. That? Because that's something I struggle to to do mm. every day, almost every time I have a conversation. Really? Like, as in, do you want to jump in and say something and f fill the space? Or I do. I mean, it's not so bad that it's actually every single moment I'm waiting for my turn to talk. I think that's just the the stereotype of it. And it's something that everyone does. But um, mm. I guess I don't yet have the confidence to pause and listen mm. and as you so eloquently put it give space i don't think of you as a person that isn't able to do that though like you you must do it somehow like as in like naturally you do give space somehow right it, it must happen and one mm. thing i've learned through the course of this podcast is that sometimes i'm too harsh on myself about um and and that's something I'm, I'm sure everyone notices in themselves too mm. if they really stop to think and really stop to stop harping on yourself and think about it and then you're like oh yeah maybe yes, i'm not so bad but yeah. it's just something i've struggled with so i think i, I wanted to add to like, maybe the second part mm -hmm. of that to be able to give space but also like being able to draw boundaries and allowing others to draw theirs, if that makes sense. As in... Do you have a story? I don't have a... Uh, well... <laughs> it sounds like you do, but okay. you're just trying to figure out Not how Not really, but it's more about myself than about the friend. Uh, I guess what I mean is perhaps letting me know say i've been like ranting to them for like an entire hour and one i need to be more mindful of how much space i'm taking of their life um but but two perhaps that person would also 
for their sake and for in order to have like sustainable friendship to say hey you know i'm really tired <laughs> or you know that's like a really simple way of drawing boundaries right but like different ways that 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 could happen in order to sustain something that you know sh- they're not driven crazy by this crazy rant that i'm going off of i think that is so important because I know someone who who is a good listener, mm-hmm. but I can tell from their face sometimes when I've gone on for too long and I feel bad about that. Right. And so it kind of erases all the all the good that person's done by listening to me <laughs> because I feel bad for taking up their time. So it's it's yeah. good that you you pointed that out as a virtue. Well, do you think they by making the face are they drawing a boundary is that what you're saying and is it a good way to do it no and it's not like a disgusting expression or anything it's it's just that the person looks uncomfortable or starts to zone out a little bit yeah and and i don't think it's a conscious effort for that person to communicate boundaries but it's just that this person really is genuinely trying to listen and be a good friend but is struggling to do so yeah Mm. And it might just be because she or he needed to go to the washroom at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it might just be that, oh, I'm going on for too long about my own stuff. Yeah. And there's no way for me to know. Well, unless you talk about it. So, hey, you look uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you need to take a bathroom break? Or, oh, okay, you just don't want to talk anymore. I'll yeah. Go. I'll just go my jump in My therapist has made a very good suggestion, which is in periods in my life where I I have a lot to rant and process and express and share um to there's so there's one go-to person I go to um but in order to be mindful of her health and well-being um to to check in to you know be like hey like you know I'm feeling upset um do like do you have time to talk like to check in about it first and offer alternatives like it's cool if you know you're busy or whatever um i really appreciate what you do and listen and stuff like that um but i i could go to somebody else if need be yeah seems to be a good tool yeah i mean it's almost giving somebody an opportunity to draw the boundary right you know sometimes i feel like um i could benefit from a therapist which is something you and I and your sister have talked about too. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a weird way, mm. uh, because just my time and the scheduling and um, my life currently, it's easier for me to work on a dumb podcast about friendship than to have regular appointments with a therapist. But I feel like this has been helping. It's a different form of therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Okay, good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you you said Takes that. Takes different forms. Because I was worried that some parts of this would be unhealthy, where there's no like consistency, and maybe I'll part. Uh, what do you mean consistency? Um, so there's no follow up over like because f- each session, my therapist is an entirely <laughs> different person, none of whom have any formal training as a therapist. But I feel good afterwards, and and there are times when I get to work things out with the other person, um, sometimes without them even knowing that I was doing that at the time. Yeah. Well, I think, like, that's, <laughs> I mean, what are friends, if not people who 
are there for each other, right? Like, it's just, you know, as we work through our shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, like, see each other grow and stuff. See each other grow stuff. That's right. Wait, is that what you said? And and stuff, maybe? And stuff, okay, yeah. G- grow stuff? We could be growing stuff. That's part of friendship. Yeah. You can cut that part out. I probably I will. I was sort of planning on doing that. Yeah. yeah, that's what friends are for, right? And also to help and you move. Any relationship and move. I've I've gotten people to help me move just once. A therapist wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, and I've decided never ever to do that again. I I think I should just pay for a moving company to do that rather than, yeah. I've come to the same conclusion. Yeah. Not that they didn't, didn't do a good job, not that I'm not grateful, but it's just easier when... Um, yeah. Maybe I'm just have a hard time dealing with the guilt. Uh, yeah, I think I think you don't have to owe them a favor. And also, like, it's like putting pressure on them. Like, I think yeah. I can imagine if I were them and this person's like... Because I think I asked somebody to help me, like, clean some stuff, <laughs> which in retrospect, it was terrible. Um, well, we're on this note yeah. of apologizing for past sins against friends. Yeah. I didn't remember I said this to you until you reminded me mm-hmm. that I th- I said something along the lines of, oh, I can't invite you to my wedding because we have no space. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, can you be a helper? Yeah. <laughs> Did so I remind you of I, I honestly had no recollection of it, but I do remember being reminded by me that I said that. Yeah, and I apologize because that, that was such a dick move. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I I'm so sorry. Accept- no, I, I I think I I don't think it was something that I was like, ugh. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I I think. I also understood where you were coming from and I didn't feel like it was like it made sense. It wasn't unreasonable. That wasn't the point of inviting you over, by the way. I just thought, <laughs> it's something I thought about um, during this conversation when you were talking about um, asking your friend to clean <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and I was like, that's not as, okay, that's not the well, bad, that's okay. not the worst she thing I've heard. say, that she was good at cleaning, I think. I, I, I anyways. So yeah, no. I, if I would advise against getting your friends to move for you, if you have the means to either do it yourself or to pay for somebody who's taking your money to do it, rather than like. I don't know, having to stick around, wait for you to get them pizza and beer and stuff. Yeah. It, when I was thinking about it the first, I was, it's not a small place we're moving out of. There's not a lot of stuff. It's no big deal. But you always underestimate the task at hand when you're talking about moving lives into different spaces. So always hire movers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of tips, do you have any yeah. tips on how to be a good friend or any advice you can give for people trying to be a better friend? Maybe me. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. It does not be I, specific to me. It can be just any advice that you live by. 
I think I've been thinking well lately about like drawing boundaries and like taking space and stuff like that. Um, but I've also been thinking about like again, I feel like I should have an example of this, but I don't really. Um, like being kind versus being nice. Um what do you mean? Like doing the thing that is okay, I'm just repeating it. Like doing the thing that's kind versus doing the thing that you think is nice, which is about making yourself seem nice. Okay. Does that yeah, what it, were you gonna say? Is it possible to be kind mm. but not be nice? Well, yeah, and I think there's a difference. Because um, I'm just trying to get I, a better sense of what, what, I, what you I mean. Know what, what, what does that person look like if they're kind but not nice? Well, I guess maybe it goes back to being able to draw boundaries, like being okay. able to know your boundaries and express it so that you're kind both to yourself and to the other person. Um, and it, yeah, like, I guess you can be nice about it but i i think to me it's more important to be kind because um, otherwise it might not be sustainable exactly okay i think that's and i guess maybe that's what i wanted to say about not just friendship but any relationship in your life that you want to sustain that you must do things that other people might perceive as not nice or it must it doesn't make them feel good in the moment um but that if you are a person that wants to like learn and love and grow and you want the same for the other person that by being nice you aren't necessarily facilitating that if that makes sense it does that's actually really good advice. Just something to think about. I, I've been thinking <laughs> about it. Like, I don't, I don't, it could look like a lot of different ways and a lot of different ways for different people, I think. Um, but I, I think I'm like in the process of figuring out what it means. Like the more that I'm doing this and talking to people mm. about friendship um, who are kind of not children anymore, who are, um, in this generation learning to be adults there's a lot of that advice where it's not just automatically doing the thing that friends do elaborate just like what you say what you said setting boundaries um it's not necessarily doing the nice thing mm. it's it's being kind and, and thinking about that what that really means and in a previous episode someone was talking about how they wouldn't necessarily just invite everyone because you just worry about or at least you're more cognizant of like what that feels like when everyone's there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess part of it is thinking about like consequences, right? Like when you do an action, like what it's what what the impact is for other people um, involved. I, I guess it's just uh, again. I'm just, I don't know why my default thing is the co needing confidence to do something, but mm -hmm. having the confidence to just not do the nice thing and be okay with maybe not seeming nice. Yeah, but it might be better and kinder. I yeah, and I think that I 
that's the key, right? Like that, you know, and it goes back to like being, having integrity and honesty as well a little bit. Like it ties in with that in the way where it's just thinking you're honest and that you have integrity and you can just say whatever you feel is honest to you may not be the greatest thing to kind of like, you know, base your life on as you go about your day. Because um, if that just means to you that you're just removing the filter, that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of people feel, right? Like that, you know, it gives me license to just be a jerk to everybody. Hey, just being life. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think in this case, can I give an example? I think that would be I wonderful. Hope this friend doesn't listen to this podcast. I hope they do. There's no. Okay. Um, there's somebody that I'm trying to distance myself from. Um, not because I don't like them. We were good friends and not that I no longer love this person um, as a friend, but that kind of every time we hang out, I would feel really drained, um, right? That uh, I just feel like exhausted and doesn't, like it makes me not want to be there for that person. That It makes me not want to hang out with them. Um, kind of like for my own mental health and like well-being too. Like after a few times of doing that, I just don't want to do it anymore. And I'm trying to cut that person out. Entirely or just well, smaller doses? In, I'm trying things out. Okay. Um, and I think it's hard for me to do and it's hard for me to balance like being honest with like sending like subtle messages you know stuff like that um and I certainly don't feel nice for doing it but I it doesn't feel kind to me or that other person for me to continue to half-heartedly like respond to messages or agree to hang out when I don't really want to and not being able to take things in because I'm like so like I, I'm like walking into a hangout like I already feel defensive like I have to do like I don't know like protect or defend myself in a situation if that makes sense that I know I can't be there for that person I don't think they deserve that from me um and I don't think it's gonna be kind for that person either if the friend that they think is their friend can't be present or be engaged um, or be genuinely wanting to be there. Um, obviously, I still want to be nice, but like I think sometimes, I don't know, trying to strike that balance is hard, but it's something that I'm trying to learn to do. Is that weird? Have you tried to friend break up with somebody? I, I have. <laughs> Maybe I have actually, but like I've approached it in a way where I, in my own head, it seems selfish. But hearing you talk about it and 
and just framing it in a way where it's not actually selfish the way you put it because it doesn't do anyone favors if you feel drained and you, you're not the flip side is that you're not essentially not being the best friend you could be to that person either yeah. so essentially when you get together it's just non-friend relationship or the interaction appears to be non-friend even though you are friends yeah and I guess it's also okay to have those like surface friends. Like th- those people are important also to oh, have sure. in your life. But just knowing that you could be better friends if there wasn't this underlying. I I, I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm projecting mm-hmm. onto your situation. But but when you show up and and it sounds like you feel like you want to be a better friend to this person, but mm-hmm. just the way you're feeling in the moment, you can't do that. No, and and I think that is the the integrity part, right? Like whatever I'm doing, I'm performing something that I don't feel, and I think in okay, we do that to a degree every day with everybody. Yeah, but it you know it's it's kind of like what's the point? Like why force? it you know when yeah. and you still want the best no for this person genuine. yeah i yeah. i love this person um and i value the friendship we have and the time that we spent together i just want to do it like once every year rather than you know whenever how often this yeah. person reaches out to you okay yeah. yeah i get it i feel like i didn't get to hear a lot of what you thought and this is your therapy session what do you mean? Mm. And and a disclaimer, like a, a lot of the best stuff that ends up in the podcast is after the person I invite over, they say, oh, can I ask you a question? And they ask me a question. <laughs> okay. And then I, I respond to it. And then we talk about that response. I think some of those things have been good too. So <laughs> You're um, putting a lot of pressure on me. So maybe now it won't be good anymore. <laughs> My fault. Pardon. Well, what would be your tip? Tip with a weird it is i gotta find a better word for that advice seems too (laughs) glib too i don't know um but i guess if someone were to come to me and say hey how do i be a better friend i think i'll just be don't be too harsh on yourself just be kinder to yourself and then um i know i would say this person i know that you're a good person you care about your friends and they know that that intent they can feel that so Mm. just Give yourself a break. Allow yourself to apologize to yourself and just be there. Mm. That's a start. Yeah. Did I just make a whole lot of my own internal issues clear to everyone listening? I feel like that's like the human condition. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming over here on a very cold day. And um, thanks for being my friend. Thank you for having me and thank you also for being my friend. So that was my talk with Jody, our long chat together. We really got into it. Let's be kinder to each other, even if that means we're not appearing to be nice. All right, thanks for listening. The opening theme is by Ben Sound and the closing theme is by Purple Planet. Let me know what you think of the show on Twitter. I'm at Tony Tung. You can also follow the show on Facebook at Tony Tung Podcast. 
If you want to support the podcast, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. It goes a long way towards helping to reach others who might enjoy the show. No matter how you access the podcast, you can subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you. I'm Tony Tung, and you've been listening to Tony Tung is Everybody's Best Friend, the podcast that wants to be your pal.